off this party podcast. We got a big one in store for you. This one's gonna be uh, this one's gonna be filled out. This is gonna be like uh, fishnet stockings on a big girl. We are just gonna we are just gonna <laughs> we're gonna stuff it like a sausage full of full of goodness. We got uh, sure there's gonna be uh, Russia Ukraine. There's gonna be. Uh, COVID updates, you know, England dropping, all of that stuff. We'll talk about meatloaf. We'll talk about Louis. We, there's so much. Here's the big news. Are you ready, Gimlet? I'm ready. Okay, that's fantastic. And I know you have an update. We got to get we we got to get to an update from you. But here's the big news from me. Uh, I bought a a Boba Fett helmet yesterday, and I'm what? so ex- I'm so excited. I got. I'm. I'm not even kidding you. It, it. It arrives. It arrives later on this week, and I got. I had. I got some gift cards uh, for Christmas, and they're just sitting here, right? They're just sitting here by the laptop. And I'm on Amazon, and I'm looking around, and then I'm thinking, oh, I should get something I want, and then I'm like, uh, or something I need, and then I'm like, you know what? No, I should get something I want. What do I want? And man. I went with I went with my first instinct, and it was Boba Fett helmet. Okay, so then I I, I literally I'm like, why am I not? This is going to bring me happiness. This is going to bring me joy. This is what Christmas is all about. And th- let me tell you, there's a lot of Boba Fett helmets out there. There's a lot of Boba. Yeah. Fett. Yeah, and uh, I think I got a good one for a good value. Uh, I cannot wait to try it on. I will take photos, and uh, I'm pretty stoked. I'm pretty darn stoked. It's going to open up a whole new uh, doorway of of YouTube videos for me. There's going to be <laughs> get ready for some, get ready for some Boba Fett stuff, but um, and then hopefully we'll be able to uh, incorporate it into the show. Before I forget, uh, everyone, this uh, Friday night, this Friday which is in in the year of our Lord uh, 22, uh, we have got a taping of that show tonight. So it's going to be the 28th. Uh, the show starts at 9 p.m. Eastern. You can live stream that. Go to thatshowtonight.com, sign up, register, support this wonderful artistic endeavor that is the key to our success as a nation. We're just here. We're just here to protect democracy and the Constitution because we love the place so much. We got a big show planned. We got a big show planned. It's going to be a lot of fun. Nick Searcy, uh, Jim Brewer, and uh, all your favorites from the that show tonight. It's going to be a ton. Brian Hayner's doing stuff. It's going to be fantastic. So so do that. And then look out for some uh, some Boba Fett stuff. Look out for that. I'm going to put on that helmet. I'm going to probably put on that helmet and very little else. And uh... <laughs> Here, here's the other thing. I just remind. I bought. Because uh... <laughs> wow. I'm buying the Boba Fett helmet. And I had some money left over. And I'm like, oh. you know what? I should, I should probably get some socks. I need socks as well. Part of me has to be a grown up. Part of me has to be a grown-up. So, so you get that little email from Amazon, like, hey, we got your order. You can track it right here. 
and you track it, and it's like your Boba Fett helmet and your socks are on the way. Like wow. somewhere there's a person, somewhere there's a person in the Amazon warehouse just going, what is up with this dude? What is this guy doing? And I love that. And I love it. And I brought them joy and I made them happy. So, so that was the, that was the highlight of my weekend. <laughs> well, I, I started my garden. Hey, wow. Holy crap. Oh. Well, no, you're, you're like, you're like in the, in the South. I was going to say that's insanely early. That's crazy early. But oh, I no, guess no, 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 no. Indoors. Oh, okay. Mm. Yeah. So I just, I'm, I'm getting my seeds ready to sprout. And I am um, investigating cover crops. And I just bought my composting bins. Nice. And um, I'm all fascinated with trellis gardening. Okay. Uh, listen, I'm mm-hmm. down for this. I'm down for this discussion. Uh, and we'll, listen, it'll be a it'll be a rough it'll be a rough transition. But here's what's coming, lis- coming uh, listeners. Uh, we, I was, um, we're going to go from the ground outside is frozen, and that's a bad thing for gardens, but a good thing for the Russian military. That's the transition mm-hmm. we'll be using when we get into the Russia-Ukraine thing here in just a little bit. But I'm I'm seriously more interested in gardening right now. I really am. It's way less <laughs> well, it's depressing. Only be- gardening it's is less only- depressing. Me being yeah. naked wearing a Boba Fett helmet is way less depressing. Just, just... <laughs> <laughs> I might start Why naked? Dance. <laughs> okay. Why naked? So, what? Why naked? Yeah. Because I, I mean, have a Boba, Boba, has, Fett Boba helmet. Fett has a whole. I know, but he has a whole costume. Yeah, he does. But I'm like, I'm not Boba Fett. I'm, I'm, I'm Loftus Fett. <laughs> and I'm, I'm a bounty hunter of love. <laughs> oh my god. God, uh, I pity your start, wife. Start an only. Hey, dance. baby. No, I might wear the I might wear the cape too. It might just be the helmet and the cape. I'm 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 horny fit. Okay, let's get back to gardening. Let's get back to gardening. What are you gonna grow on the trellis? What are you gonna do there? Tomatoes. So my friend was showing me like his dad's garden that he's had for years, and he has all these um big sheets of like extra large chicken wire that's heavier. Like if you think about didn't chicken ask, wire, didn't ask you squares. how you were gonna do it. Didn't ask you how. Stick to yeah. the question. Your Honor, she's avoiding the question. No, 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 no. But he showed me all the things his dad grows upwards instead of outwards on that right. kind of thing, which is a trellis. So it's tomatoes. Did you seriously? Did you think? Did you think I didn't know what a trellis is? That's hilarious. No, but it's not like a fancy trellis that you have to buy. It's literally stuff you go get cut off at a farm store <laughs> it's all good what are you gonna grow tomatoes yeah that was my first question roll back the tape that was the first thing i said are you gonna you know do tomatoes on there i've seen people grow tomatoes mm-hmm. upside down what else what else on the, i'm on the doing trellis? that too with the cherry tomatoes yeah. i'm growing strawberries and cherry tomatoes upside down mm. to maximize my space so i'm hanging those from the planters on the porch sweet um okay I've been going. planning, planning. Um, I'm doing peas that way, peppers, um, cucumbers, uh, watermelon, cantaloupe. Okay. Sugar snap peas. Sugar and I snap. think that's it. 
Mm -hmm. I, uh, many years ago when I was a kid, there was this like this very health conscious family down the street. And we went out one season, I was probably 10, and uh, we picked strawberries and and the uh, the peas were in season as well. It was like the same time. I, I mean, maybe that's rare or maybe I'm an idiot, bad farmer, and it happens every year. But uh, the story is this. I despise peas. I really don't. I aggressively do not like peas. And it's it's not the flavor as much as it is that gross little pop. That gr it's seriously, it's like eating a, a freaking eyeball. It's so nasty. But anyway, so um, <laughs> oh yeah, it's yeah. I'm texture makes a big big thing, and also Brussels sprouts. Th those are nasty. And to all the freaking hipster doofuses out there pretending to, to like uh, these little nasty freaking balls of horror, uh, stop, stop. Brussels sprouts. Oh, I roast them and then I drizzle them with infused linseed oil. Shut up. It's still a anyway, I, I, I digress. So we're picking strawberries and we're eating them as we pick them. They're freaking delicious. It's amazing. And then um, my friend's mom, she's like, well, let's go over here and, and get some of these peas. And I'm like, oof. Oh, and then we start, you know, picking them. And she just takes one of the pods, hands it to me. And just brrr, just opens that sucker up. And she's like, try one. I'm like, mm, no, try. And that was amazing. Like just raw, fresh peas out of the pod are so in, infinitely better than that garbage you get out of the can or the frozen peas. Oh, mm -hmm. sweet oh Jesus. yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm stoked totally for your garden. Agree. I'm totally stoked for your garden. I'm gonna yeah, be um, I'm gonna be doing one uh, too this year, and I am ready. I am ready. I'll be out there uh, in my yeah. Boba Fett helmet, wearing my cape and some sunscreen, and just in my hoe. <laughs> but I am. I'm gonna start a garden. I think these. I think these sugar snap peas are the ones that are like the fresh peas in a pod, and it's kind of it's kind of like a fat snow pea. Yeah. So yeah. you eat the you eat the outside and the peas inside too. There is a YouTube channel uh, that that you should start. Just start looking. Uh, I think the guy's Japanese. The, he, he doesn't do any talking, or maybe I just never turn the volume up. But it's like they're so relaxing to watch, and they're so uh, they're awesome because this guy shows you like here's how to grow strawberries from strawberries you bought in the store. Here's how to grow asparagus. Yes. And it's just, it's so great. And like, I was thinking about it and like, the dude must have like a giant garden because he'll focus on one thing and he'll go, okay, it's day 158. They're doing good. This one, you know, blah, 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 blah. But it's, uh, yeah, I'd love to do strawberries. I want to do potatoes. Potatoes. I think that'd be dope. I saw a. I saw a video on potatoes today. Yeah. Yeah, I'll try they're, to find it again in my history and send it to you. They're miraculous. We should we, <laughs> we should do a gardening series on the Loftus party. I'm I, I'm totally down for that. I'm totally down for that. I wish I liked more. Listen, I wish I liked more foods. I wish I liked tomatoes. I like that. You know what I like? I love the smell of the tomato plant. It's amazing. I love I love salsa. I love red sauce. I'm down with mm -hmm. tomato juice. I'm down with 
everything that you can make from a tomato. I love the smell of a tomato plant in the garden, mm-hmm. but the actual tomato can blow me. Can blow me. Texture? Yes. It's just like a, a hunk of snot. It's just like just biting into a big ball of snot. I apologize, yeah. listeners, for that, for that mental I- imagery. I have people in my family that have the same like texture thing with like cantaloupe, tomatoes, watermelon, that kind of mushy stuff. Yeah. Um, But I started buying orange tomatoes and yellow tomatoes and they're a little bit sweeter, but the texture is a lot better. Oh, no. Nice. Nice. And there's some there's some heirloom tomatoes that are a lot less mushy than a typical red tomato. It's um, and then I I want to do uh, I want to do a couple fruit trees. I, I want to do a couple fruit yeah. trees. But uh, but anyway, you can't do that. Here we go, everybody. Here we go. Here we go. You can't do that yet. Outside, you know why? Because the ground is too hard. It's frozen. <laughs> <laughs> I told you it was coming, and now I'm slipping it in, just like Russia and the Ukraine. Just the tip. <laughs> it's, oh uh, my God! Well, this is—it's. <laughs> you know whose joke that was? I think I did hear it earlier this week, but it just you struck did. me. I'm that like, was a so ben, tired. That was, that was a Ben Shapiro joke. Somebody, somebody at the Daily ben Wire. Ben Shapiro? Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Biden says. I'm getting a little saucy. <laughs> right. I was like, Benjamin, is this you? Mm-hmm. But like he was talking about uh, Biden's uh, policy on on Russia and a minor incursion. He goes, it's all part of uh, it's all part of 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 Biden's just the tip policy. Oh my and god! I, and I'm like, that's fantastic. That's how mainstream butt stuff has become. Okay, uh, here's the problem. Well, there's many problems. There's many problems, but but here's the one. After I was dwelling on it uh, for a little bit, it's uh, you you never want to do anything over in that part of the country in, in the winter, ever, 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 ever. And then it's a perfect time for Russia to do it. It's a perfect time for them. The ground gets so hard, it gets so frozen that it can their tanks can move around with speed. So the the timing in every sense of the world, if, if if you're just talking about like just legit warfare, it's a bad idea. Then you can get into uh, just, you know, Biden is just a, a, a feckless tool. And then then it's going to be, listen, in, in my opinion, after the debacle uh, in Afghanistan, and I know we talked about it on the show and we've talked about the the training and oh, and. What are the trans soldiers? What kind of nail polish are they going to wear? And what what shade of lipstick? I'm really terrified of how this would play out. I I I really am. I have zero faith in our military generals. I want to be very uh, uh, open and public about this. It's not the soldiers. It's not the boots on the ground. I'm I'm. I got all the faith in the the people who are actually doing the work. It's the idiots in charge. It's the it's the Mark Millies who who put people in harm's way, make horrible decisions, and then all of a sudden, wow, we lost Afghanistan in like three days to a bunch of guys in pickup trucks and flip flops. 
How'd that happen? Ooh, leave that equipment behind. Ooh, let's not defend our air base. That kind of stuff. So Afghanistan, I don't want to go toe-to-toe with Russia right now because then oh, then everything else goes like a house of cards. Like, I can't believe if, – if we go into Afghanistan uh, and then and then shit the bed – Boy, what's what's going to stop China from going into uh, Taiwan? It just they just start going like dominoes. They just start going like dominoes. Nothing. Right. Nothing. Yeah. I, I really think China's just waiting until after the Olympics. Now, there's no there's no. OK, I, I'm going to say this out loud and it I feel ashamed of doing so. I do not believe there is any way that the United States could simultaneously intervene in Taiwan and in Eastern Europe right now. Number one. I agree. Number two, I'm getting really, really tired of hearing from this administration. Well, if they do this, sanctions are coming down. Why did you all just vote against sanctions that Ted Cruz proposed? We just needed five more votes. That's all. And they used the filibuster. I know, and they used the racist <laughs> filibuster to do it too, right? Yes. And then, like, the other thing I saw last night, which drives me crazy because it is so reminiscent of the Obama administration, is now we're doing hashtag diplomacy. We stand with Ukraine. Hashtag we stand with Ukraine. Yeah, bring back our girls. You know where those girls still are? Yeah. With Boko Haram. Yes. Michelle Obama. Like, don't you dare put an effing hashtag on Twitter. When you don't have any strategy to back that up, not one. The whole uh, listen, I, I just can't believe everybody's waiting. Like I, I, it never even occurred to me, and and I think it's, I think you're absolutely right that China's just waiting for the Olympics. We're gonna do the Olympics, and then I can't believe everybody else is waiting. I can't believe, I, I seriously, I think, I think China, I think you're one hundred percent correct. And China's just waiting for the Olympics, you know, and then after they kick everybody out of their little, uh, uh, you know, athletic party, then they go into China. And and Russia's just waiting for the ground to be frozen enough to hold up their tanks so they can just go blitzkrieg style. It's like, well, I mean, all all of this goes back to the pipeline. Oh, yeah. That Biden greenlit. The sanctions were there to stop Russia from completing Nord 2. Okay, Russia is a declining economy. What you're doing by letting Nord 2 go through is giving them an influx of cash, an influx of cash. You're also letting them bypass Ukraine. Right now, their oil has to go through Ukraine to get to Eastern Europe. Once you give him Nord 2, once that's operational, I actually think that's what he's waiting for. Once that's operational... You can go ahead and do whatever the hell you want from Ukraine because they can't hurt you anymore. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's it's uh, hilarious. Well, it's not hilarious. I mean, but it's it's the, the, the comedy. Is in, you know, talking sanctions, say it's such it's such small potatoes when you're talking about invading a country that that to me is just like the. Stop saying it like these people are just incapable of any kind of swagger. Like we all know, we all know none of this happens under Trump because Trump would be like, I'm going to tell you right now, you take you take one step 
and we are going to lay a smackdown on you, the likes of which you have never seen. We are going to stop just short of nukes, but we will F you up, and that'll do it. And that'll do it. But Biden is incapable. He's incapable. Well, it's not It's not just that. Trump had us energy independent. Mm-hmm. We were exporting to Germany. Germany didn't need to be dependent on Russian oil. So there you go. From the get, from, from jump, right? Yeah, yeah. That puts Russia in its place. Um, Trump gave Ukraine defensive and offensive weapons in Crimea, right? He put sanctions on Russians against so that Nord Stream 2 could not be completed without just punishing the Russian economy. And we had the swagger to do it because we were energy independent. Okay, but but Trump was Putin's puppet. Are you kidding me? Oh, it's there's ever want to hear that again. Ever. Oh, and here's but here's how deep it goes. And here's how effective that was. There's a comedian, uh, a, a buddy of mine. You know, intelligent guy, smart guy, funny guy, whatever. But he's like his he's posting on Facebook. He does some like uh, the Copernicus tweet or Marcus Aurelius. You know, it's like, you know, beware the false ba 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 because they will wear the shroud of a patriot and they will lead you down of one of those gloom and doom. The the enemy is within and it's it's the it's the liar. <laughs> and he's like. He's talking about Trump. And I'm like, I'm just stunned. It's like, and I didn't post anything, but I'm like, I don't think this is the slam you think it is. Cause like, so, so so you think the guy that was in office for four years, that was, that was the dude who's been lying to everybody to like, like how long has Biden been in there and accomplished nothing? It was hilarious. But that, that Trump Russia collusion thing, It paid off in spades. They did it. They did it for four, four and a half, going on five years, and it it paid off. It's a great investment. Here's the thing about propaganda, everybody. It works. It works. Sad. Okay. Um, coming up, we got we have probably more on 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 Russia, more on China, and their uh, and the the Olympics and their Rona test. We got to talk about. Meatloaf, the M&M scandal, uh, some more stuff about that show tonight. Holy, it's just a jam-packed show. We're making sausage over here, bitches. We'll be right back. new year means it's time for a new home network that can keep up. With Cox Internet, you have the speed and coverage your family needs to stay connected. You'll enjoy Cox's fiber-based hybrid network with options for fast upload and download speeds. And if your household has lots of connected devices, panoramic Wi-Fi may be the perfect fit thanks to its additional control features. Plus, with advanced security on panoramic Wi-Fi, you'll know each connected device is securely protected 24-7. A whole world of connectivity is yours with Cox Internet. Learn more at Cox.com. Ready to stand out, Army ROTC prepares you not only as a college student, but as a strong leader, allowing you to earn the rank of second lieutenant. 
you will be eligible for full tuition merit-based scholarships and develop leadership skills essential for your future. Start strong and enhance your college experience. Visit your campus Army ROTC representative today. To find out how you can earn up to a full tuition scholarship, visit GoArmy.com podcast to locate your closest ROTC program today. Army officers inspire strength in others. Paid for by the United States Army. We're back, and I can't promise there won't be more naked, naked uh, me with a Boba Fett helmet and cape and cape. I got to get the cape. There might be some more talk about that. We might. You know what? Mm, it's it's the military thing. I I, I want to boil it down to like what's the biggest issue? What's the biggest concern? And to me, it's the military. It's like I I've got this feeling that we're just the Afghanistan thing really messed me up, really messed me. And mm-hmm. I thought, and I thought about this, like, I want to make sure that we've got the swagger. Listen, like I said before, the, the people in the military, yes, fantastic. I love you all. Uh, the equipment overpriced, blah, 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 blah. But, but listen, we got to make, we got to maintain. If you're talking smack, you got to lay down the smack. Here's my, my biggest fear is that our military is going to turn into the uh, the American auto industry? Because once it goes, once once the secret's out, because like in the seventies and eighties, people would still try to oh American car, oh this is great, oh that oh yeah yeah, and it still isn't back. It still isn't back. I mean that you've got to do so much wonderful. I have a, a good friend of mine. His parents worked at Ford, retired. His sister works at Ford. Her husband works at Ford. He could get Ford cars on the friends and family, what they call the A plan. And he's like, nope, I don't want one because they fall apart. It's just like, I don't want that to happen to our military. And I feel like right now, I feel (laughs) right now with this whole thing with Afghanistan and Russia, I'm like, uh, I'm like Mickey and Rocky. And I'm talking to Rocket. It's Rocky Three. I'm like, you don't want to go into Afghanistan. You ain't ready. He's a murderer. He's a murderer. Oh, that makes me cough. So let's not do it. Let's not do it. Let's just and uh, whatever. It, it, it turns into a whole uh, thing. Okay. So uh, China and and China. They're 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 coming back and they're they're doing the Olympics and and just in time, they're uh, they're bringing back the uh, the uh, the anal swab COVID test, which the Japanese are like, don't do it, don't do it. I guess they're not going to have uh, the people in the stands. Like people aren't allowed to watch. Like, why are we doing it? Why are we doing it? They they've got people in slave labor camps. I think we <clears throat> I think we call this one off. I think we just, I think we just call it a day. Let's just ho- let's just host our own games. Let's just let's just fire something up in uh, in Orlando, right? Let's just do our own alternative games. It'll be way more fun, and no wacky tests, and everybody's allowed, and there's no mandates and all that good stuff. I, oh, go ahead. I was super mad we didn't just boycott it. I mean, to me. 
Um, I remember boycotting the Olympics, what was it, in 1980, I think? Yeah. And that was in <clears throat> Russia, and we were not going to go because they were our ideological opponents, and they were committing gross human rights abuses. And Ronald Reagan said, nope, we're not going. Sucks for the athletes, and I get it, but it'll happen again in four years, and no, we're not going to do this. We're not. It's because we remember we legitimized Hitler by letting the Olympics happen in Germany. Right. Well, it's, That's exactly it's, what we're doing to Xi Jinping. It's funny. I did a uh, I did this show for uh, the uh, the History Channel where I, I did a huge bit about the Olympics in Germany. You know, it's like it's like who made it? We're looking for a country that really, you know, represents man's best and total humanity. Oh, I know Nazi Germany. I think the only reason the only reason to uh, go to to Germany in in 36 is to see what's going on. You have a lot of excuses to flood the zone with spies, and that would be that would be the only reason to do China. But China is so big, it's so big. You're never that you can't even flood the zone with spies. You really you you can't you can't go anywhere. Oh my gosh, what is that show on? Uh, Oh, uh, Top Gear. <clears throat> I was watching Top Gear last summer, and I seriously, I think I have a pretty good uh, grip on things. Like I've flown across the ocean to Africa, and that's a real eye opener to how big the ocean is and how freaking big Africa is. And I'm watching this show, uh, Top Gear, and and like they go to. <clears throat> I think it was like the the tenth largest city in China, and it makes it makes Manhattan look like Dayton, Ohio. <laughs> Just nothing against Dayton, but like people have they have zero idea, and everybody think, "Ooh, the Wuhan! I bet that's a sleepy little village like in Kung Fu Panda." Nope, <laughs> nope. <clears throat> it is uh, th there's no reason to go to China for these Olympics. There's not. There's not. There's not. You get you get well, nothing out of it. Wait, it the parallels are really just starting to get to me. Okay, because did you ever listen to an interview with the author of IBM and the Holocaust? Say what? What? No. IBM and the Holocaust. IBM basically invented the technology. For the Nazis to begin to keep track of everybody's cultural heritage and then invented the technology that helped them run the concentration camps, the punch cards. Ooh, ee, yikes. It's, it's a fast, I, I, I can post in the, the interview to my timeline, I think. Um, it might have been behind a paywall, but um, I, I'll definitely post the, the um, individual's name. I don't have it in front of me, but. Literally, we have Google and Facebook and, and company and, and Apple now and Nike over in China supporting the economy that supports keeping people in concentration camps, essentially the Uyghur Muslims. You literally have an NBA owner saying nobody gives a shit about the Uyghur Muslims. Like these aren't American companies anymore. 
They're transnational corporations and they should have no quarter in these United States and receive absolutely no benefits um, that are commiserate with the U.S. company. That See, that's no, that's that's the that's the, the truly <clears throat> depressing part of it all. And, and it'll hit everybody. The reality mm-hmm. of this, the reality of this will will set in for everybody. And it just sounds so cold and so ruthless. But this is why every evil thing is imaginable. OK, really, really bad things happen. Really, really mm-hmm. bad things happen. And people close to you die and the world just keeps going like it doesn't stop. Mm-hmm. Everything just keeps going. You're sad, you, but the world keeps going. <clears throat> and people realize this. And people in power realize this. And there was a real, it was like a, a huge wake-up call for me, a, a reminder of this, you know, during the whole, back in the early days of the Wuhan, when, you know, oh, you can't go to work unless you work for Amazon. You can't do this. And people don't have money and they still have to pay their bills. They still have to pay the cable and the electric. They still have to buy groceries and everything. And and uh, and and Nancy Pelosi and the gang, it had been months and months and months and months. Uh, and, and they were like, well, here's six, their first offer was here's six hundred dollars. And that just that just was horrifying. Like if, if mm-hmm. it really is a pandemic and people are dying and blah, 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 and it's this bad, how could you possibly think $600, like what are we supposed to do? And then that's when it was like a, a, a whack upside the head. Like she doesn't care. They, they don't care. All that stuff, oh, we're in the same boat and it's this bad. We're all going to get through this. They were still getting paid. We're not people. We're not we're not even we're not even numbers. It's it's that gross. And that's why and that's what makes me uh, a small government guy. And that's what makes me, you know, lean towards the Republican Party and, and the conservative, all that stuff. It's like, listen, we need to get better as human beings because the government and big governments and they will. Oh, they'll kill you at the drop of a hat. They'll kill you well, at the drop. I think China did it. I think China unleashed this whole thing. I really do. Well, I mean, if you look what they're doing now, I mean, the asshats in Davos met this week, right? Yeah. The Biden administration is assisting in the outsourcing of our sovereignty to international bodies. I mean, that's what they're doing with Davos and everything else. And, And, you know, they're working on how to use private corporations to exact compliance out of private individuals. So they're getting ready to, I mean, Merrill Lynch is already doing it. They're assigning individual ESG scores, environmental, social, and governance scores. So you're gonna be judged on how you invest, how green the companies you invest in are, your purchases, right? Because Bank of America and Chase are all up in this, you're going to get your own ESG scores. It's t- it's taking China's social credit score and bringing it to the West in ways that don't violate the Constitution because we let private companies do whatever they want. Yeah. And that's what conservatives that like, like my private company can do whatever because they're a private company. That's what conservatives need to get over. Well, it's. It, it, 
I'm I'm still on board with the private company doing private company stuff and then shining a spotlight on the slanderous stuff. Shining the shining a spotlight on the hey, did you know these guys were doing this? And and beating that drum super loud so that people can, you know, vote with their wallets and go, okay, so I'm not gonna buy anything from these guys. I'm I'm, I'm still for that in principle. Uh in the meantime, nope. this is what this this is the drum that we're always beating here on the show, uh, everybody. Mm-hmm. Is we need to support candidates locally, and and on a state level and on a national level, who are going to be aggressive in making the size of our government smaller, and and working more efficiently. It's 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 a monster. It's out of hand. So many people work for the federal government. So many people work for the government. It's a giant voting block. And and I think, listen, if I worked for the state, if I worked for the, 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 the federal government and I had some sweet gig with tons of paid days off and awesome coverage, and while everybody else was uh, trying to figure out how to feed a family of three on one potato during the, during the Rona, and I hadn't missed a paycheck, I would never vote Republican. I would never vote conservative. And you don't know when these opportunities are going to come along. We got a huge opportunity coming right around the corner, right around the corner. And it is time to get aggressive. We, we, we just have to, like, close these agencies. You got to close them. Sorry, everybody. You got to go back into the private workforce. But the, the Department of Education, you, 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 you suck. You suck. And, and having more money in their budget and adding more people and adding this, it's not going to make it any better. It's too big. Department of Energy, got to go. Got to go. If you're doing anything that's worth saving, we're going to fold that into another into another bureau. The FBI, we're going to rip you down and we're going to start over. And maybe just make it all Homeland Security. How about that? These redundant systems, just, it's too many people. Because <clears throat> they're making bad decisions. They don't care if you live or die. They, they, their actions have 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 showed that in great abundance. And so, my advice to everybody: uh, get guns, learn how to use them. Get guns, learn how to use them. Because without it, I, this is just my gut feeling: if we don't have all the guns, if the American people didn't have all the guns, we're Australia now. We're totally Australia. Oh, easily, yeah. easily. But here's here's my thing. So I'm all with you on the agencies, right? My first one, Department of the Interior. You give all that land back to the states forthwith. Thank you. Yeah. Um, gone. Gone. Okay, because they're already doing 30 by 30. They want the Department of the Interior managing 30% of these United States by 2030 and 50% of these United States by 2050. That's in Joe Biden's first executive order. Mm-hmm. Okay, so... Department of the Interior, gotta go. Gotta go. And we'll figure out how to give all those lands back to the states, and the states can manage them. Because the states don't want to ruin, the states don't have an anti-conservation mindset. That's just bullshit. Yes. So, Department of the Interior, gone. I think that's actually the biggest threat, because that threatens our food supply. It threatens the availability of energy and a whole bunch of other stuff that like we need to not be a completely Malthusian society and like living in caves. So 
That's number one. Number two, I do not believe that a private company, I believe part of government's responsibility is to prevent private actors from violating your rights. That includes private corporations. Okay. And there was an email that came out in a data dump this week that is an employee from Facebook reaching out to the CDC Foundation, which is supposedly a non-governmental charity. Those need to go too. Um, and a whole bunch of other organizations about how they can work together to push vaccines. Facebook is not a neutral player, and we need to stop treating them that way. They were literally trying to manage your experience on their platform to push you to get a vaccine. Yeah. And not let you see anything that <clears throat> might make you not want to get a vaccine. And they were working with quasi-government actors to do it. So I want to know what elected Republicans are going to do about that. And I want a Teddy Roosevelt who's going to come in, understand what's going on, came from the country club and start throwing chairs into the into the place. OK, and saying we're busting. Can you imagine what our country would be today if Standard Oil had never been broken up? We'd already be an oligarchy and we are so close to it now that if we don't start using those antitrust laws. It's over. I mean, we don't have free markets now. We have crony capitalism and the big keep big guys keep getting bigger and the small guys keep getting crushed. Yeah. And I'm so I you. let's the one place where where Liz Warren and I agree. All there right. is such a thing as too big and we we have to stop letting companies and banks get too big to fail. I am right there with you, sister. I am right there mm -hmm. with you. And like, and to the thing about like uh, Facebook and the vaccine, and this just, just brings me back to like, you wouldn't push this hard. You wouldn't push this hard. Listen, if, if, if Rona was as bad as they said, I don't think you'd push this hard. And, mm -hmm. and obviously now with, with Omicron and hospitalizations and all this stuff, uh, like, it's just so creepy. It's just so creepy. But yeah, I agree with you 110% about that other stuff. I, I just wanted to make sure I snuck this in just the tip uh, to this to this segment before we before we move on. Uh, there's an article out that I just read about quadruple vaxxed Israel breaks world record in coronavirus cases. Mm -hmm. So they're the they're the number one country in the world. Uh, everybody's got the vax. Everybody got the booster. Everybody, they got, they, got, they got the fourth booster, and they're still sparking Rona left and right. It doesn't mm -hmm. work. It doesn't work. They're, they're pushing this. They know it doesn't work. Why, why, why? That's the part that, oh, I thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. I'm so glad I already had the Omicron. I'm so glad I already had it. And there are oh, those. You probably know this stat, the natural immunity stat. That they knew that the, that the CDC knew about it was what six times better if you had well, Rona and had natural so, immunities, right? So, a study came out from Israel saying that months ago, like during the Delta wave, right? Yes. To combat Israel's study, the CDC put out one from Kentucky that, like, literally the way they constructed it, it wouldn't have passed muster for like a seventh grade science fair. <laughs> <laughs> like it, 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 it was a garbage study and they kept touting that all summer, all summer. All, 
vaccinated immunity is better. Vaccinated immunity is better. They still have shown absolutely zero data during the Delta wave about some massive amount of reinfections for people who have recovered. That data has never come out in this country, okay? For people who had recovered, never been vaccinated, and lived through Delta. Hello, I'm one. I never yeah. got sick, right? Yeah. So, and there are there are quite a number of us that they could study, but they don't. Um, so now they come out with this one, and... <laughs> It's not even theirs. If you look at the study detail, it's from Kaiser Permanente. Kaiser Permanente also did the study that said one out of 1,000, every 1,840 men between the ages of 16 and 24 will get a heart-related side effect from the vaccine. That's unacceptable, and they're still giving them, okay? <laughs> so Kaiser does a study with like 52,000 patients, it's incontrovertible. They're gonna publish it anyway, so the CDC comes out with it. Something else is going on. It's yep. like all, all, all signs, I'm looking at my, my Magic 8-Ball, and uh, Magic 8-Ball, is something else going on? All, uh -huh. all signs point to yes, uh -huh. point to yes. You see that, you see that meme running around where like, uh, you know, the longer I stay unvaccinated, unvaccinated, the happier I am with my decision. Whoa, that's me in a nutshell. That is me in a nutshell. Thank you and no. Okay, we are. We're gonna. We're gonna come back. We're gonna take a little break, and uh, we got to talk. There's there's so much to talk about. Uh, you know, on what's on the web, some show business stuff is gonna sneak in there. Some other stuff. Some some what's on the web stuff some meatloaf i got a i got a i got a little meatloaf story that i'll tell and i have thoughts on uh on on meatloaf and uh and louis anderson and and all this other stuff but we got we're gonna come right back uh with what's on the web and then don't forget to sign up for the patreon you guys we need we appreciate the help on patreon all right Tired of paying outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news for you. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. Healthy Man allows you to save up to $500 on Viagra. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get Viagra for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 40 Viagra pills for only $99. This can cost as much as $600 at your local pharmacy. You can't afford not to call us. If you want Viagra at the lowest prices, never pay $15 a pill pharmacy prices again. Get Viagra for less than $3 a pill. Call 1-800-516-7602 today and save up to $500 and get 40 pills for just $99. Healthy Man is fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting at 1-800-516-7602 to take your call right now. Call 1-800-516-7602. That's 1-800-516-7602. Again, 1-800-516-7602. It's time for what's on the web. Now, usually, uh, right around this time, uh, 
you know, I just click on the website and I'm like, oh, look what we did, look what we did, oh, that's great, this was great, and I'll do this and I'll do that. As of right now, of this recording, the website is down. The website is down. I believe that we were the uh, the victims of some kind of cyber attack. Right now, people are working furiously behind the scenes uh, to Ooh. get her fixed and get her back up. But it's crazy. It's crazy, y'all. Who'd you but piss off? A ton of people, I guess. Apparently I so. <laughs> I don't know, but you get these reports. You get these reports, and there was like, we were almost in the uh, in the two hundred in the two hundred range. We were up. We were up north of one seventy in uh, in attempted uh, uh, hacks. It was crazy. It was crazy. So wow. I'm not freaking out. I'm not freaking out. Uh, and I'm just gonna go uh, off of off of uh, memory here. You guys know me. For, hell, we opened up the show with me talking about getting a Boba Fett helmet, which is true, which which I did. I love that stuff. I got I got some great uh, replicas. Oh my gosh, it just <laughs> I got some great replicas uh, from props, you know, from the company that made them uh, from Lord of the Rings. I have a great little sting uh, sword uh, that Bilbo and Frodo used. Anyway, I did a little review. They did the announcement. Uh, trailer for Amazon uh, Lord of the Rings and this the name of their series. Everybody's worried about this series, including myself. And it's it's called The Rings of Power. So we're talking about this is I'm not going to get too deep into the weeds with Tolkien stuff, but it, it's the Second Age. This is when uh, Sauron still had a physical form. Uh, he had repented his evil ways and he was hanging out with the elves and oh he's a good guy and. They're working on it's when they made the, the rings and I'm, I'm being I'm, I'm glossing over so much, but that's all you need to know. Everybody thinks that Sauron is a good guy in this one. He's a beautiful dude. He's an elf. He's great. And oh, he's working with this other elf. They make they make the rings of power and then all hell breaks loose. <laughs> so. The series and this is the here, here's the things that made me happy about it and, and a little optimist. It's going to be it's going to be woke. You know, there's going to be this. There's going to be like, oh, look, these hobbits are bisexual. And, oh, look, it's interracial. It's, it's That all's coming down. And that'll be bad. That'll be bad. It doesn't fit into the narrative all, unless you go, whatever. There's Easterlings, but whatever, whatever, whatever. Here's the good stuff. Uh, there's a rating on the, on, the, on the show already. TV 14, which... You guys know me. I, I love the uh, the TNA. I love the 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 wonderful, you know, sexy stuff in in Game of Thrones, and that's awesome because that's Game of Thrones and it fits in Game of Thrones. Hey, look, they're banging. Hey, look, there's her tits. That's all great. Doesn't fit in Lord of the Rings. Don't want it in Lord of the Rings. So I was very happy to see TV fourteen. That was the the other good thing. Another good note is um, Howard Shore. The composer who did Lord of the Rings movies and the Hobbit movies, he did the music for this. It, it, it sounds like and looks like he did the music for this. So there's two little nuggets of hope there. I just don't. And they're going to do it. And you're just waiting for it to happen. Uh, waiting for the, the the wokeness of it all. So there's. When when the site's back up, it'll be up by the time you listen. I shouldn't even have mentioned that because it'll by the time you hear this, uh, the site will be up. So there's a great review on that. There's some super funny stuff. 
that we did. Oh my gosh, I did a video. I did a video. I want to talk about it right now because uh, this is this is wild and it's funny. And I think there's a little bit uh, there's a, there's a lot to be said for it. I did a video about chip card readers that I just thought was hilarious. That I just thought was hilarious <laughs> and just so much fun. And then I broke my own rule, Gimlet. Do you know what my gold? You know what my you know you know what my new golden rule is on on the YouTube. I didn't. I don't. Stop doing videos about Joe Biden. Nobody oh, cares. Nobody cares. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. If I go to the analytics on the YouTube channel that I know you guys are all subscribed to, it's amazing. I'll if I'm if I'm doing if I'm if I'm goofing on uh, Dr. Fauci, everybody's like clickety click click click. If you're joking about AOC, clickety mm-hmm. click click click. Boba Fett, clickety click. Chip card readers, clickety click. But when you do a video about Joe Biden, there's like, yeah, no. It's like everyone in the country instinctively knows he's not the dude in charge. He really yeah, it, no. It's like everybody knows it. Every, it's just an instinctual thing. It's crazy. I have a question. Yes. What about if you mac on Kamala? She, oh, she does great. Those videos do does great. She, well. I mean. I watched the funniest freaking clip that Free Beacon put together. Do you remember that? What was it on Saturday Night Live? The um, like reflections with Jim Handy or something, and it was all the pictures of sunsets and clouds. And yeah, it was just yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. It it was named like that, and it opened like that, and it was all Kamala's just like senseless really? strung together. And I just I just laughed so hard. I mean the the the. The the epic one was the one recently where she's like, we're going to keep basically it was we're going to keep doing what we've been doing. But she did it in this really convoluted way. And it was just like, what the hell? Oh, it's classic. It's one of the best. I think I saved uh-huh. uh, uh, the screen grab of it. It's just like one of the best. Uh, yeah, it is time for us to do what we have been doing. And that time is every day. <laughs> It is time for us to do what we have been doing, and that time is every day. Holy smoke! Oh yeah, those those do very what well. Is I that? Did a, she's horrible, and it's like, listen, this incompetence—they'll just go too far with it. They have gone too far, you know. These 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 self-appointed, non-elected, sometimes elected. She got there because blah blah. It's like. They're idiots. They've never built anything. They've never run anything. And as hacky as it sounds, they've never signed the front of a paycheck. They they honestly don't know what they're talking about. And then like the most truly frightening, scary people in the world, they are so self-assured. And then, oh, I know exactly what we're doing. Here's what we're going to do. I've talked to the other dorky idiot experts and they say, do this. It's horrible. It's I want horrible. Business leaders. I want doctors. I yes. want dentists. Yes. I want yes. Yes. Oh, okay. Uh getting back to uh getting back to what's on the web. Oh, there's a great new little like uh highlight reel of the latest and the greatest from that show tonight, which that is up there. And it's got links to the America First Warehouse, which I know you guys are going to the AmericaFirstWarehouse.com. That's where we're taping the show. That's where we're doing live events. That's where when 
the the freaking news shows up when these guys throw a party. That's how amazing uh, the America <laughs> Health. I'm not even kidding you. Real America. We had a, we had a, a freaking event there uh, two Saturdays ago, the, and then Real America's Voice showed up. It was great. It was great. So that place is just continuously rocking. Yeah, did a little thing about uh, that show tonight. Oh, and then the other thing, Cranky Gordon, you guys. So funny. This dude is so funny, and he has such great instincts. You know what? You know at the end of, of Animal House when they do, like, the freeze frame, and they're like, Bluto Blutarski ran for Senate and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then they tell where everybody from Animal House ended up. He did one of those. For this show that we love, there's this great television show called The Expanse. If you haven't seen it, you need to watch it. It's fantastic. Every season is on Amazon Prime right now. They did six seasons of the show. It's just one of the one of the best written, acted, plot, pace. It's it's wonderful. They just wrapped after after six seasons. They wrapped it up. So so uh, so cranky was like, dude, I want to do a video about where everybody ended up and it is hilarious and it has that that animal house vibe uh and it's so great it's so great it's so great it's so great um okay what else do i oh i want to get into this before it gets too much longer and i haven't written a piece about this and i don't want to write a piece about this because it's just it's kind of maudlin and and whatever uh people are biting the dust left and right people are biting the dust left and right so uh louis anderson uh just passed i don't know what illness he was battling but it was it was pretty serious i've seen uh, louis stand up he was great he was great as a stand up and he had that he did that thing that you don't see a lot of guys do anyway he was very quiet on stage like his material was so strong he was very quiet and he could get laughs off of just like moving his eyes from the left to the right. That can't be right. And then he would just do a little, the tiniest of gestures and it would get a huge laugh. Uh, everybody and their mother is is posting pictures. Oh, here's me and Louie, here's me and Louie. And that, that's wonderful. And uh, the guy was truly beloved and, and that's fantastic. I'll just, I gotta open up a soda pop, I'm dying of thirst. I tell you this right now, I met the guy one time and uh, I'm pretty sure he was hitting on me. So that's my Louis Anderson story. I turned him down. <laughs> All right. Uh, moving on. I feel like I had to say something about that. Uh, about meatloaf. And this goes to the, the, the bigger issue. The bigger issue of everything. So, so meatloaf. Uh, he dies. He's, he, he's gone. And then... Uh, the same thing, same thing. Now I had a wonderful experience with Meatloaf. I had a wonderful experience. Uh, I was the opening act for him at a show back in like the late nineties. And uh, his manager was like very stern and very strict backstage. If you see Meatloaf and you should, you encounter him, do not call him meat. You will address him as Mr. Loaf. And this guy was like such a dick. And so over the top, I'm like, I thought he was joking. And I'm like, are you kidding me? He's like, I am not under no circumstances. So I had opened up for, uh, I was the opening act for Todd Rundgren one time. And it was just a train wreck, an absolute train wreck. 
so uh, so they introduced me. I come out. It's an outdoor arena, but it's a pretty it's a relatively newer stage. Sound system's great. I had a wonderful show. I had a very good show. Place was going nuts, laughing, thousands of people. I come off stage. I, I go, so all right, you know, let's go. We're gonna bring Meatloaf out here in just a minute. You guys are the best. Roar, big roar from the from the crowd. I put the mic back in the stand, and I'm walking back over to the uh, to the wings. <laughs> and, and Meatloaf is walking by me, and like I, I just. It, it, it's just rolling back in my head what his manager had said. Don't you dare call him. You will address him as blah, 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 blah. And so uh, I'm like, hey, what's up, meat? <laughs> I've never met him. And he's like, that was a great show, man. You you all, you crushed it. Oh, I'm like, oh, hey, thanks a lot. You're, you're going to love these guys. And so we're just like, it was so much great. He was so cool. There was no weirdness about his name. He couldn't have been more gracious and more, you know, threw his arm around me. That was awesome. Blah, blah, blah. And it was it was just wonderful. It was just a wonderful experience. Stuck around. He had a great show. Everything was great. And then here's what happens. So so a guy like this passes away. And now everybody's like, oh, all these rock and rollers and all these people. And like, you know, like Meatloaf. Yeah, he took his picture with everybody. Not with me. But uh, <laughs> he was about to go on stage. But like. Buy tickets, you guys. Go see him. Like when you when there's an artist that you like and they're coming to town, freaking don't don't wait. All these freaking people. Oh, meatloaf, man, I loved you. You will be missed. You were a genius. You're such a rare talent. You know what? Say it. Say it with your wallet. Say it by well, like what kind of gigs was that dude playing? I know he had health issues and stuff, but freaking buy tickets to the show. This is the this is a big problem, like uh, with with I think people as uh, you know just as people, like we don't do it. And, and, and li- listen, Betty White knew everybody loved her. She that was the best part mm-hmm. of that. She I guarantee she felt it. But like seriously, man, freaking Robert Plant, give it up for Robert Plant. The Bee Gees, give it up uh, for Barry. Well, he li- listen. They're going to start for our generation and the music that we came up with. They're going to start going there. This is just. And like no one, no one is coming up. It's very hard. You don't look and I don't want to be like that. That guy who's like today's music sucks. Blah, blah, blah. Yesterday's music had this, that. I'm not going to judge musical sensibilities. But let these artists know and let them know now. I think Roy Orbison felt some of that love mm-hmm. uh, well that was the uh, uh traveling willberries brought him yeah. back yeah mm-hmm. but like that was freaking everybody that was uh that was him and harrison and tom petty uh and, and there, uh, there was this bob dylan super super cool interview on johnny cash oh yeah because he was kind of being discarded and then all of a sudden um some young music producer in his 30s like no i think you're cool and all of a sudden Trent, he got it was ex- Trent Reznor. It was Trent yep, Reznor from yep. Nine Inch Nails. Mm-hmm. But that's and what it takes. I, I just never heard that story. It was so awesome. Oh, yeah. one. The, the, it's the best music video of all time is for the song Hurt. Mm-hmm. Johnny, Johnny Cash's mm-hmm. cover of Hurt. 
probably the best music video of all time. But we need to do this for just and not musical artists, but like and I'm, and I'm saying this kind of out of selfishness, too. It's like <clears throat> there's a group of people and we are going to make fun of the powers that be. We're doing sketch comedy. We're video stuff. We're, we're doing this creative endeavor and it ain't free. It ain't free, but all these great people, they've, oh, I'll volunteer this and I'll do that and I'll kick in this. And like everybody's, but like encourage your friends. This is, it, it's just help, help out. So just share the material, support, do what you can. Uh, and, and let, for these artists that you like, Freaking go to their show, support them, and don't sit back. Oh wow, I partied with that guy in 1980. Well, you know what? He was playing a crap hole gig two nights ago, and there was only 200 people there, and and you could have made that a better show. It's just I don't like these people being cast, and it just feels hypocritical. All these people. Oh, meatloaf, you were a genius. You were a musical force of name. Okay, when was the last time you went to a live show? When was the last time you uh, you you bought his album, downloaded a song, did something? Good lord, you guys, we have we we're, we are the majority. We are the majority. We could we can move all the needles. And it's I know it's it's a little uh, you know heart on your sleeve kind of crap, but like if if we did leave Twitter and I'll go to CloudHub, that would that would be the end. That would be the end. And if we all like, I don't want everybody to move as some kind of behemoth, you know, make your own choices. But like we have huge economic power and we can improve people's lives and we can change the narrative and we can do all kinds of wonderful things. But at some point, you know, you got to you got to crack your your wallet open. At least let the people know at least all the uh, I don't know why it really, really, really hit me with meatloaf. You know, all these people, oh, I love them. Just how he was the best. Really? Really? Did you go? Did you go see his show at the freaking blah, blah, blah? Ugh, it's too much. It's too much. I don't want to get, I don't want to get maudlin. Oh, and then I, I also did uh, on, on what's on the web, I did a, a, a serious like review of, uh, of Boba Fett. I've been watching that show. New, new episodes come out on, on Wednesdays. It's, uh. It ain't good, people. It ain't good. There was a. Uh, but you bought the helmet. I that's for my for my own personal use. That's for my. <laughs> own, that's for my own personal use. I'll tell. I'm I'll just tell, saying. Oh yeah, listen. I will be. I will be rocking the helmet. I don't. I should. And a I cake. Uh, there's a kind of. There's a story. I'll tell it, and then we'll get out of here, and we'll, we're going to move What was on. the other one that you were so tickled by the woman, like, was it a Chewbacca thing where, like, you put on a mask and, like, you were so happy. It was another Star Wars thing, and this woman went viral in this video because she bought one, and she couldn't stop laughing because she oh, was just so enamored with it. I did have one of those. I got one of those masks where you it makes the Chewbacca, and that thing is hilarious. I got to find that. Where did I put that? Every time <laughs> that thing is funny. Maybe. Uh, oh, anyway. Um, anyway. <laughs> yeah. There was a. There was a. Uh, I'm not gonna tell. I'm not gonna. Maybe we'll do it on the Patreon. Maybe we'll do it on the Patreon. Okay. 
Um, it's up to us, everybody. That's listen. We'll we'll wrap it up on this semi-depressing but optimistic note. Just keep doing your best. Just keep doing your best every day, and 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 try try to encourage others to do their best. And if there's an artist that you like, I knew. Let's listen. I I, I take a lot of grief when I come out there and I'm like the the freaking BGs are great. And oh my god, newfound respect uh, for the for the Beach Boys, like those guys. Everybody thinks the Beach Boys are nothing but like Help Me Rhonda and you know freaking Good Vibrations. Holy crap! Show some love to Brian Wilson uh, and all of those guys who are still around. There, it's incredibly complex and interesting and wonderful music. So try to be your best. Never rely on the government to do anything but to make things worse. Uh, and and try to have real conversations with people who think differently than you do. And it's something that we touched on last week, and I just I want to remind everybody of it. What's wrong with San Francisco? What happened? That's the question. That's a that's the that is the question in a city where no one there's no pushback. There's no pushback. Liberals, Democrats, you can do you're doing whatever you want. You're doing whatever you want. Where did it go wrong? What did how did it go off the rails? Why is San Francisco like it is? That's a great question. Okay, we are going to uh, boot, scoot, and buggy on over to the Patreon segment, where I'm sure many of you will be joining us. Uh, oh, and to our overseas listeners, holy crap, uh, Brazil in the house. Thank you so much for listening in uh, in Brazil, Australia, England, Canada, and there's another one overseas that I'm leaving out, but you guys are all awesome. We love you, and we'll talk soon.